From SGI USA, I'm Cassidy Bradford, and this is Bootability, the weekly series where I talk with Buddhists from all walks of life about the power we each have to change our lives and the world around us. A couple weeks back, we put out a call for voice memos about someone in your life that you appreciate. You don't have to be Buddhist to practice appreciation, but as Buddhists, we're often encouraged to express gratitude because of the way it can elevate our lives and encourage those around us. It all starts from the simple words, thank you. I'd like to share a short piece written by Buddhist philosopher Daisaku Ikeda on appreciation. In it, he illustrates from the lives of Buddhists in our community, the power that gratitude can have. When we speak or hear the words, thank you, the armor falls from our hearts and we communicate on a deep level. Thank you is the essence of nonviolence. It contains respect for the other person, humility, and a profound affirmation of life. It possesses a positive, upbeat optimism. It has strength. A person who can sincerely say thank you has a healthy, vital spirit. Each time we say those words, our hearts sparkle, and life force wells up within us. Having gratitude and appreciation for the countless people and things that support our lives, that awareness, that feeling, that joy, will invite even greater happiness. Rather than being thankful because we are happy, being thankful itself will make us happy. Also, Chanting with gratitude puts us in rhythm with the universe, turning our lives in a positive direction. When we cannot say thank you, our personal growth has stopped. When we are growing, we can see how wonderful others are too. When we stop growing, all we see are other people's faults. At home, instead of trying to change your partner or your children to your liking, why not start with a simple thank you? There is a woman who's practicing Buddhism who suffered from dementia in her later years, and she was unable to remember even the names of her family members. But when the doctor asked her what was the happiest moment in her life, she immediately responded, when my daughter was born, I was so happy. Hearing this, tears welled up in the eyes of her daughter who was standing nearby. Thank you, she said, thank you, mother. That was all I needed to hear. The daughter reflected on how she was always scolding her own son. Yes, she thought, how happy I was when he was born. Yet, over the years, driven by some mental image of an ideal child, she had tried to mold her son to fit that form, thinking only of where he didn't measure up to the ideal, and dwelling on his shortcomings in one respect or another. Still, in spite of how demanding she was, her son tried his best to live up to her expectations. He was kind to her. As these thoughts came to her, she was overcome with gratitude toward him. Thank you. I'm just happy you are alive and well. I'm just happy you're here beside me. Thank you. She saw her son with fresh eyes, and suddenly, she had so many reasons to be grateful and happy. After all, though it was hard getting her son out of bed in the mornings, he would eventually get up, even if it was sometimes at the last minute. That in itself was an amazing thing. He may have been a little picky about his food, 
and he may not have been at the top of his class, but she was just grateful he went to school and wore a bright smile each day. She was grateful for everything, even when nothing special happened. She was grateful for each day that passed with her family safe and well. She realized that taking so much for granted had been part of a symptom of a deep and pervading arrogance on her part. Similarly, there are people who, when diagnosed with a serious illness, realize for the first time just how much they have taken their health for granted and never appreciated all that they had. I hope that, every once in a while, you will look your partner in the eye and say thank you. Instead of eating dinner together in silence, take the time to express your appreciation. It may seem a bit embarrassing at first, but try it. You'll see how it changes your life. And that's originally from an essay series titled Life is Wonderful. My hope is that in today's episode, you'll feel encouraged to say thank you to someone today. We received a wide variety of voice memos from our listeners, some upbeat and funny, others a little more pensive and tender. So maybe you can listen to these voice memos in a nice moment of rest and reflection, thinking about them like you're listening to a close friend. One person that I really appreciate is my friend Ariel. We met at a farmer's market actually a few years ago in Chicago when we were both looking for new friends and fun ways to get involved in the city um, and ended up getting involved in some of the same organizations. And since then, Ariel has had to move to another city, but we actually have stayed in touch by sending each other food-themed postcards back and forth. So I'm looking at my fridge right now, and I have a postcard from her from Wisconsin with cheese on it. There's one from Seattle on here. There's one from Portland, Maine. Um, that's from a bagel shop that we both love. Um, I just think it's really important to hear from people via snail mail. Um, so, yeah, I just really appreciate having someone in my life who cares about the same things as me, food, and also wants to shout out hello from afar via snail mail. Something about written feelings is so much better than texting or contacting each other on social media. So, yeah, shout out to Ariel. I appreciate your friendship. It means a lot. Hello, I'd like to share a story of my friend. He has always been there for me since the beginning of my Buddhist practice and has always encouraged me in challenging myself to be better and to always keep looking forward in my life and to help others. The story I'd like to share is the time when we were training for a very difficult physical Kung Fu exam. We were seeing each other many times a week and even though we were both very sore and tired from training, almost every day we pushed each other to complete this training. So that way during the time of the test, we were able to overcome it. And proudly I got to say that even though we are many years apart, we were both able to accomplish this. I am grateful to all of the people in my life, especially my wife. I'm grateful for true friendship that uplifts even in times of struggle. And I'm grateful for people who hold me close, even when it's difficult. Hi, Buddhability. A person who I appreciate is my mom. I've been struggling with self-worth and not being able to treasure my own life for years. 
And often this tendency comes out in my daily life, like not taking care of my health, both mentally and physically, and thinking it's just my life, not a big deal. Or to the extreme would be feeling not wanting to continue life. Um, but I had an opportunity recently to spend time with my mom, who I haven't seen for five years. And that made me realize it's not just my life. And the reason why I'm here today is because of my mom. So I'm filled with appreciation simply for being able to live, being able to born as her daughter, and I don't want to begrudge my life anymore. I appreciate my daughter. I became pregnant with her when I was 15 years old, and all odds were against me. Single mom from a poor black community in America, just repeating negative cycles. But regardless of what anyone says, this little girl saved my life and changed my life for the better. Without her, I wouldn't have graduated high school a year early. I would have never attended college, and I wouldn't have the motivation and drive that I do. Now, a quote that I love is late President Daishaku Aikeda said, no matter what adversities may beset you, you can definitely change poison into medicine. And by transforming your karma into mission, you will be able to encourage and help guide many others. And that is very true. Peace and blessings. It's cliche, but I'm thankful for my family. We've had a ton of ups and downs, as all families do, especially in the last five years or so. Through it all, we've loved and supported each other. This is not something I felt like I experienced as a kid and even into young adulthood. It's not something that I consciously set out to do either with my family. I'm so happy we've landed where we have. Someone who I really appreciate is my little brother. He is incredibly generous. He may be little, but he is old enough to drive and I currently don't have my own car and he's incredibly generous to let me borrow his car and I get to go to work with it. I get to visit SGI members. I get to go to concerts, other things. And I want to repay my debt of gratitude to him whenever I can with any car repairs. I don't want to give him the car with the empty tank. I really appreciate him for his generosity. He's also a great kid. He's super smart and really thoughtful. He can be funny. And yeah, he's. Just, I really appreciate my little brother. And I definitely plan on changing my karma to get my own car in 2024. But thank you again, Phoenix. I love you. So somebody that I really appreciate is my Buddhist mentor, Daisaku Ikeda. Um, I'm just really grateful that I've been able to learn uh, from him, with him, over the past 10 years since I encountered his writings and really started to study Buddhism. My uh, worldview has transformed from one that was really pessimistic and just colored with feelings of powerlessness and despair. I've been able to transform that through studying Daisaku Ikeda's writings and, and putting it into practice in my life. I've been able to transform that worldview into one where I really believe in the power of my life and the power of every person uh, to be able to affect positive change in their environment and in society at large. And I just have this um, deeper uh, sense of, of hope in uh, humanity. I'm currently a student and someone that I am really appreciative of is a professor that I've had for the past semester. Um, this professor, when you're engaged in discussion or you make some kind of contribution in class, 
she always thanks you with like the warmest smile and you can just tell that she really means it when she's thanking you and i just love the spirit that she brings to class and it really makes me feel so happy to see her and the rest of my classmates every week um and i definitely want to emulate her when i become a professor I am grateful for my students who inspire me every day with their determination and compassion. I'm a professor in a college of education. It's no secret that educators are facing myriad challenges today, yet my students, many of whom are teachers, school principals, superintendents, higher education administrators, they're persistently seeking a path forward. I teach them about Buddhist philosopher Daisaku Ikeda's philosophy and practice of dialogue. And I ask them to go out and have a dialogue with someone about a topic that will be difficult to explore together. I ask them to be open and curious while also advocating for their own perspectives. This is really difficult, uh, but they all decide to take on tough conversations and I'm constantly inspired by their courage and their willingness to be vulnerable. Daisaku Ikeda says that the true meaning of education is not that the teacher teaches and the student learns, but that the student and teacher grow together. Because I want to respond to my students' sincere efforts, I've been motivated to weather my own many personal and professional obstacles. And when I'm doing that, I end up growing in the process. Um, there is no teacher without students. My students continually help me grow and develop. If you'd like to know more about connecting with the bootability community near you, please reach out to us at connect at sgi-usa.org. We'll be taking a quick break for the holidays, but we'll be back in the new year with more amazing guests and their stories. Until next time, thanks for listening.